Shalom Aleichem, everybody. We are at Tzitzit. We're going to be talking this, um, this year about what types of garments uh, need to have Tzitzit on them, specifically scarves, um, head coverings, blankets, uh, modern day suits. Um, if you happen to be a dyer and you wear a, a frock, or if you're going on a fancy tuxedo when you have the, what they call the dovetails at the back or something like that, do all of these garments need tzitzit? Uh, so we're going to begin our shir today with the Gemara in Menachot. And the Gemara in Menachot, well, first of all, let's start with the Pasuk in Dvarim. The Torah says, Gedilim ta'ase lach. Person has to make the tassels, right? Al arba kanfot sutra. On the four corners of your garment, asher t'chase ba that you cover yourself with. So from this Pasuk, we learn two things that, that stand out. It talks about not any garment, but specifically a four-cornered garment. And the requirement of that garment is asher that covers you. So we're going to try and focus on that last uh, phrase as well in this week's year. Um, and that's going to have halakhic uh, ramifications. What does it mean asher so let's begin with the four corners. The Gemara in Menachot, Mem Gimel Amud Bet, says as follows. Tanya al arba kanfot sutra, arba beloshalosh. So the Gemara over here says, when the Torah said four corners, so it means four and not three. Ask the Gemara, ta'omer, arba beloshalosh, o'eno, ela arba belochamesh. Perhaps it's four and not five. So says the Gemara, no. When the Torah told me Asher that the garment has to cover you, what I learned from there, Hamesh Amur, it already includes a five-cornered garment. What does it mean it includes a five-cornered garment? Meaning that a three-cornered garment, Lichora, doesn't cover the entire body, but a five-cornered garment can. Umani al Arba, Arba Veloshalosh. Four and not three. Why include five and exclude three? Because every five includes within it a four. Because in every four, um, obviously in three, it doesn't include four. So your minimum, according to the Gemara in Menachot, is a garment of four corners, but it's not to the exclusion of a garment of five corners. Now, one would think, where am I going to find a garment with five corners? So I'm wearing, I'm wearing a shirt. One could argue, right, that these are two corners from the collar, right, and at the bottom of the shirt, um, I've got another two corners, so I've already got four. So let's take a, a, um, any other jacket that, you know, you might have a scenario where you actually have more than uh, four corners, According to this, one would be obligated, at least minimum four corners you're obligated, but even if they're more, according to the Gemari Menachot, one would be obligated. However, the Gemari Zvachim argues, the Gemari Zvachim Yudchet tells us another brighter. Tanya Idach, al arba kanfot ksutcha, arba'a, arba veloshalosh, arba velochamesh, meaning that this brighter says when the Torah said four, it meant four, right? Um, Four and not uh, uh, not three and four and not five. So ask the Gemara. 
how, sorry, not all sigmar, but the, how do we pass? Can I, I, we have a stira between, a contradiction between these two gmarot. Everyone agrees a third, uh, three-cornered garment is not obligated in tzitzit. What about a five-cornered garment? That's the machloka between the gemari manachot that says that it is, and the gemari zvachim that says that it's not. How does the shulchan aruch rule? Says the shulchan aruch arachaim yud talit she'en la arba kanfot ptura a talit that hasn't got four corners is exempt. Yesh la yoter mi arba. What happens if a garment has more than four corners? Chayevet. He's obligated and where so now if you've got a five corner five corner garment, what do you have to do? Everyone agrees you only have to put four tzitziot. Even though it's a five corner garment, you put four tzitziot. So now which corners do you choose? Take the four most four extremities on this garment. And those four extremities, those are where you place the four, uh, four tzitziot. Explains the Aruch HaShulchan why a three-cornered garment doesn't work. Explains the Aruch HaShulchan, the bat shalosh eno lekisui aguf. We saw that the Pasuk said, asher right? that you have to cover yourself. Now, the, the, the Aruch HaShulchan says, Bat shalosh lekisui It's not able to cover the body in a proper manner. The kol meshulash Any time you have three corners, obviously you have a point. But anything's got four or more corners can cover the body in a normal way. Now, this Aruch HaShulchan is perhaps going to help us explain Machloket uh, between the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah. The, the Aruch HaShulchan over here is pointing out that Asher Techaseh Ba means that it has to cover the body in a normal kind of way. And if you've got a point, it's not covering the body well. We're going to see that that is critical for another Halacha of the Ramah that uh, we're going to get to uh, in the progression of the shear. Now, the, the Mishnah Brewer points out that this machloka between the Gemarot, you know, according, according to the Gemara in, um, in, in Zvachim, a five-corner garment is not, you don't, you don't put on tzitzit, right? It's exempt from tzitzit. So we saw the machloka between the Gemara in Zvachim, the Gemara in Menachem, we saw the Shulchan Aruch Paskin, that a five-corner garment is obligated. But it's not clear cut, exactly and based on that, says the Mishnah Bura, the Yesh Potrin, some exempt such a, 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 a garment. Therefore, one should try not to make a five cornered garment. Furthermore, according to those who, are, who exempt a five cornered garment. Our, what we call our regular tzitzit, right, which is our talit katan that we make. And yesh beit sabar, right, and there is a, uh, um, a place for the neck. And I'll just, uh, excuse me, undressing in the middle of the shear, but, but the, the beit sabar, right, also has two corners, right, this corner and that corner. Now, I've never really noticed if my tzitzit have a corner, but this one, this one definitely has a corner. Uh, and therefore, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a problem to um, 
according to the prima gadim, hold on a second. If we should not be making a, a, a garment of five corners, my regular tzitzit actually has six corners. Obviously, the four corners at the bottom, plus the two corners that uh, are around the neck. So what do you do in such a case? Right? So, um, since the majority is closed, but if it's majority open, so what you should do, you should actually round off the corners of the tzitzit garment um, over, uh, of the talit katan. So that is a chumrah that the Mishnah Rura suggests based on the prima gadim because of this hashash that five-cornered garment is actually exempt from, uh, from tzitzit. I don't think many people are, are choshesh for this uh, shita because if they were choshesh, then they would make the talit katan in the in the shops. They would just not make the corners so um, they would round them off. I actually haven't noticed my tzitzit. I've never noticed whether they have uh, whether they rounded or pointy. But um, okay, it's an interesting thing. But uh, the point is, is that we paskin four or more corners. Oh, Now, the uh, the mission does then how do you define a corner? They have to be pointy, square, as opposed to a goal, as opposed to round. Now, how far do you take this? Uh, I think the 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 what I saw again, according to based on the truva in the Rashba, what's near and I think is critical. I.e., if 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 you uh, according to the eye, if you see that that's you know a right angle, even though you know you didn't get out your ruler and measure, but that's that's considered a corner, a corner if it's if it's uh, um, noticeable, as opposed to you know. So we're not going to get into the degrees in order to make it into a round corner or into a knot. But basically, people could say this is rounded or this is not. That is, um, as far as I understand, the general understanding of of what's considered rounded or not. Now we get into um, all types of shirts. Um, I'm going to show you the picture, and then we'll come back and do the sources. The picture that we want to that we want to deal with is a, a, a tzitzit. This is a drafted tzitzit with um, with a, a snap or a press button, or, or uh, I don't know. How, I don't know what they're called in all the different uh, countries, um, but uh, or, or studs. Um, all these things are they acceptable for uh, for a talit katan, which is open, but now you close it? Um, is that going to be a problem? Is that going to be a problem? As we saw, according to the, the one of the criteria, is that it has to be four corners and it has to be open. So let's let's see this inside. Now that we've got the picture in our mind and we know what we're talking about, let's try see it in the actual shulchan aruch. So the shulchan aruch writes in orachayim siman yud. If they are open on the sides, i.e., under the armpits, they've got four corners at the bottom, but at the top they closed off. If the majority of the side, 
right? And the majority of the side under the arm is patur, it is closed, then you are going to be patur. But if the majority under the arm, now I'm adding in the word under the arm and, and it, very soon I'm going to correct myself. But at this stage, I'm going to call it under the arm. The majority under the arm is, is uh, open, then we're good to go. Then you chayav in tzitzit, but if half of it is open, half of it is closed, then we place it there. But if let's say you're living in a place where there's no Eruv, you wouldn't go out with it on Shabbat because it's not really a garment. The tzitzit they are not acting as a garment. They're acting as the midst of tzitzit occurring on Shabbat. Um, now, the Mishnah Brewer explains this idea of what does it mean the majority is Look at the Mishnah Brewer. Hainu dafka rov mikora beged. Not under the armpit that I said. I.e., when it has to be open, he's referring to the majority of the entire beged. And not like the tailors that they make a talit katan. What do they do? They, they sew it up on the sides. And then they leave a place for what we call the, the sleeve, where you can place your hands in. And then after, uh, underneath the sleeve, they, they sew a bit. Right, uh, but and then they leave the majority of it open. But what did they define as what, what what's considered what's the majority of what? Says the Mishnah what's a mistake? They they measure it according to under whatever's underneath the um whatever's underneath the armpit. But says the mission taut gamur, a complete mistake. That is not the correct measurement. And it's close that it's actually going to be
Okay, so we're, we're back on better connection, excuse me. The, um, the Shulchan Aruch over here, uh, um, sorry, the Brura is telling us that if you're just working out what's underneath the arm, you're actually going to come to the incorrect, uh, the incorrect um, uh, conclusion. And that's going to lead to two problems. Number one, you think you're fulfilling the mitzvah, you're not fulfilling the mitzvah. Number two, you said a bracha, and as a, the Mishnah Brewer writes, Karol HaDavar, Shamavarech Mavarech Levatalah. And uh, so, so that, could be a, that could be a problem. Um, okay, let's see um, the, 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 the question that we have to deal with is the draft that we just mentioned. It is completely open, but then they have press studs or clips that, that can close them. Is that a problem or not? So says the Shulchan Aruch, a, a, a kappa, shihiptucha, right? Some type of overcoat that was completely open. Behind shayefla arba kanfot, it's got four corners. In yikvauba astringa. Okay, now what is astringa? It's apparently ladino for uh, some type of metal clips, right? La asota kastuma. In order to get around tzitzit, a non moil tikunze, that's not going to help. Imlotiek bua mechotzi orka ulamata lechol hapachot. It sounds like if it is closing the end of the, of the garment, then that would work. Right? If it fastens the last part of the four corners together, meaning you have the clips at the bottom of the garment, then it would be patur from, from tzitzit, meaning that the drafted clips that we saw that was very close to the end, simple reading of the shulchan would, would imply that it might be problematic. Now, the Mishnah Brewer says as follows. Don't make these hooks or buttons at the bottom part of this garment, because then it's considered satum. And what's the definition of these metal clips? It cannot be opened naturally. That means that if you're walking and you know the wind's not going to blow it open, you actually have to do a mice. You have to take your two hands and click it open. In ze chashivi chibur gamo, says Mishabura, this is considered a complete connection. This is also referring kilaim, this is also referring tzitzit. Interesting, he doesn't say this regarding Hilchot Shabbos. Regarding Hilchot Shabbos, is a famous Korban Natanel that wanted to be machmir about buttons because of because he thought that it might be considered tofer, etc. And most of the poskim didn't accept that uh, that shita. So I think the, the Mishnah Brewer is being very medayik. He says, regarding kilaim and regarding tzitzit, this could be a, uh, a problem. But um, regarding that, it's not considered uh, a chibur. Now, the piskei chubot, uh, now, according to this, according to this, I would have assumed, if I hadn't read the piskei chubot, that that picture that I showed you at the beginning of the shear of the draft at Tzitzit, those 
those studs would be a problem because the, the definition of the, the Mishnah Bruno was it's considered a Chibur Gamma, it's considered completely connected unless what? Unless it doesn't need a mice, an action to open it. But clearly studs do need an action to open it. So based on that, right, based on that, we have to ask the following. Let's read the Piske Chubot. Ain Maniya. Don't worry, right? Don't, no reason to refrain. Uh, make like a, a, some type of button. And like a loop. Uh, at the top part of the garment, i.e. just underneath the armpit. Or even at the bottom. I'm not fully understanding the Piskei Chubat. The Piskei Chubat, from what I understand, and uh, understands Mishnah Burr to mean if it's not a real chibur, um, if it's not a real serious connection, it's not a problem. That's not how I understand the Mishnah Burr. I understood the Mishnah Burr that anything that needs a mindset to open it, lichore is a problem. But the Piskei Chubot, okay, that's how, that's how he understood it. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, why he understands it that way. Lichora from the, 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 the Mishnah Brura, it didn't sound like that. Look at the Yalkut Yosef. The Yalkut Yosef, Talit Katan Shesogrimoto Al Yedei Lachzanim Bitzdadad, Achinereshe Eino Arbakanfot. And it seems when you close it that there aren't four corners. There's a question whether um, he fulfills the mitzvah of tzitzit. Because by, by uh, basically putting that stud together, you now are closing the majority of the, of the government. But if you, if you basically open it, then it wouldn't be a problem. Now, this, this might be a, a, a... So, first of all, Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef, Chief Rabbi of Israel, is not as uh, convinced that it's okay to put it at the bottom, as opposed to the Piskei Chuvah. And I think that's a shot of the Mishnah Bura. Um, nevertheless, he says that if it was closed and now it's open, it's not a problem, which is a fascinating discussion of how you define Tase Velomina Asui. Because Lichora... If you say when you close it, it's now a puzzle, right? and now when you open it, it's okay, could that be a problem of Tasev in Lominasui? Now, I, I saw inside that actually Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef says it's not a problem of Tasev in Lominasui, but that needs further discussion and clarification. Why not? So maybe Bezrat Hashem, when we get to our uh, Shirim on Hilchot Sukkah, we'll go further into. This definition of what it means um, and, and, and try and figure out the exact definitions. I'll just tell you that Rabbi Yitzhak Yosef says that if you do close it, it's a problem as opposed to the Piskei Shuvah. And I think Rabbi Yitzhak Yosef seems to be in, um, in line with the Mishnah Bura. Uh, on the other hand, he says, if you don't close it or if you close it and then you open it, it's not a problem, not a problem of Okay, so that is the one major topic that we, we covered in today's show. The next topic is what about all types of, let, let's call it scarves, okay? Scarves, head coverings. Um, is there an obligation 
to put sitset on uh, scarves. And this is a very common question today. You, today you get very big scarves. And we're going to take it one step further. Once we define whether there's a mitzvah or not to put tzitzit on scarves, uh, when I was growing up in the shuls, the, the, the shuls that the, they used to have uh, many talitot, that people used to come in and just wear a talit, it was basically a scarf. Right? Not today, most, most uh, um, orthodox shuls have proper talit gadol, you know, like a full-size uh, blanket. But when I was growing up, many of the talitot were basically scarves. So whatever we're going to decide regarding the scarves, then we have to decide, well, if it's good for the scarf, if it's not good for the scarf, then why is it good for the shuls? That that's considered the talit. You know, how, how can the shops be selling those talitot? And if it is good for the shuls, yeah. how come we're not putting tzitzit on our scarves? Okay, so we have to work out what the halacha is. All right, so let's see. Let's begin. The Mishnah, sorry, the uh, Sifrim writes on that Pasuk in Dvarim, that you have to cover yourself. Prat Ma'aporet. It's coming to exclude a Ma'aporet. What is a Ma'aporet? We don't know what a Ma'aporet is. Shelot Rosho the, the, the Sifri tells me. This ma'aporet, why is it excluded? Because it doesn't cover the majority of his head and his body. Now, look at the Beit Yosef. This is a, uh, Beit Yosef gives two explanations of what this ma'aporet is and what the heter or what the ptor is from the, um, from, from, from where it sits it or donning sits it on. Prakla ma'aporet explains uh, the Baal Ha'itur. Uh, the Baal Ha'itur, uh, a, a, a Rav in uh, Marseille, France and Provence in the uh, 1100s, contemporary of the Rambam, a very early Rishon of, um, of Ashkenaz, he explains as follows. Meaning, according to the Bala Itur, the simple understanding of the Sifri is it's a problem of SARS. Meaning it doesn't cover, it doesn't have the minimum size. Last week's year, we discussed that it has to have a minimum size. And what was the minimum size? We saw an ama and an ama, right? A full ama, a full ama. Uh, um, okay. So uh, according, to, according to the Sifri, yeah, the problem with this head covering was it just didn't have the right size. However, says about yourself a different opinion in the name of the Maria Buab, he's wrapped in, in Svat. The Divrei Kaftor Vaperach, I'm not sure who that is. Nireh, the Mephashim Ha'aporet, it's not a question of size, it's a question of functionality. This Ma'aporet was Sudar Harosh. It was a function, the function of this garment was it was a turban. It was a Kisui Rosh. The Afirumit Patur, meaning according to the Maria Buab, it's not a question of size. That wasn't the reason why. It wasn't the reason why the the Sifri was uh, was uh, was saying that it's Patur Mitzitzit. It's got nothing to do with the function of size. Rather, it's a question of the function of the utility of this garment, which is Kisuyarosh. Now that obviously has got huge halachic ramifications, right? So based on this, the Beit Yosef 
now brings the Minag in Egypt. The Minag in Egypt, that was they had um, some type of shawl, right? Uh, and the Minag in Egypt was not to put tzitzit on it. And the Beit Yosef kind of gives three separate reasons. Now, unfortunately, it's a long Beit Yosef, but it's critical to actually read it just so, because this is going to be critical uh, for the rest of the year. So the Beit Yosef says, the Efshar, the Taimah, the Patri, Lubu, B'nai, Eretz, Mitzrayim. Why did the rabbis in Egypt say that this uh, shawl was not, you didn't need to put tzitzit on? Mishum Delon Mikre Ksut. What is the definition of Ksut? Ela Davashu Derech Labisha or Ituk. Something that basically you wear, right? And you wrap yourself around. However, Aval, Hani Sudarim, these shawls, She'enam Ela Derech Ha'ala. Now, the best translation that we found for the word ha'ala was basically an overlay, meaning you're not really wearing uh, this garment, it's draping over you. You're not really wearing it, you're draping it. And that is, uh, according to the Beit Yosef, why this shawl, I'm going to call it scarf, is basically exempt. And therefore, and this is how the Mordechai, one of the uh, Rishonim in uh, Ashkenaz, the Talmud of the Maram of Rottenberg, and he says as follows, They have to be something that you wear. Has to be something that you generally wear. Even if you overlay it, now this would be a problem regarding Kilayim, but regarding Kilayim, there's not a Xerat HaKatov that says Asher Techaser not that it has to be Derech Levisha, the way of wearing. Hadat Note Liftor, says the Mordechai, my opinion is this would this garment, which is our scarf, would be Pator. The dinim of Tzitzit are connected to clothing that are worn, not draped over you, not tied on your head, that's not considered wearing these garments. Reason number two of the Beit Yosef. Okay, so reason number one is how a person wears the garment. Is it generally worn? You, you, you dress, you, you put it on, or you kind of drape it over you. Reason number two, says the Beit Yosef. This is to protect the head. And or, or give shade, acting as a hat. He's quoting now his Rebbe, the Maria Boa, meaning that the reason perhaps that this scarf is basically exempt, at least the rabbis in Egypt exempted it from tzitzit, is because this wasn't considered clothing of the body, but it was considered clothing of the head. And clothing of the head. Now, it's interesting because over here, they're draping it around their necks. Nevertheless, it's considered something connected to the, to the head. Um, well, sorry, it's not, not true. He says the main reason that they wore it was to wear, act as a cover of some type of to protect their head. So if that's the case, this is a Maria Buab sack that that's not included in the mitzvah of Tzitzit. Furthermore, 
שעיקר הבאת הסודרים ההם, right? That the, yeah, again, so the first reason is the way it was, you, you don't really wear it, you drape it over. The second reason of the Beit Yosef was this is something that is considered for the head, it's not for the body. The third reason is, that the main function of these garments, of these shawls are, they have many functions. They used to keep their money in them. They used to, you know, use it almost as like a packet to, to pick their, put the, the fruit in. They used to use it as a towel to, to wipe the sweat off. They used to sometimes use it as a belt. They used to use it as their hand towel. Even though they do get benefit in the sun to protect them from the sun and in the winter to, to warm them. Since their, their main function is not this, don't worry about it. Okay, so to summarize, let's see the summary over here. Three reasons, let's read it. Reason number one of the Beit Yosef is only a garment worn for clothing and wrapping is subject to tzitzit, but not a garment whose use is merely overlaying, draping. Reason number two, these are primarily meant for covering the head, right? and therefore they're going to be exempt. Reason number three, they had other functionalities as a towel, as a purse, as a packet, and therefore they're going to be exempt. What is the Meshulchan Aruch rule? The Meshulchan Aruch basically tells us mitznefet, some type of turban, ptura, is going to be exempt. Now I'm going to translate this turban as a Arab kafir, you know, what the, the Palestinian kafirs. Why, why am I translating it as a kafia? Because he says like this, right? even in the, in the Western countries, referring to the North African countries, where the two corners basically are sitting on the shoulders, exactly like a kafia. Nevertheless, they patur. Why? Now these kafias can be very big. They could, you know, be two amot. Nevertheless, he says it's patur. Why? So you see from the other Shulchan Aruch is ruling. In the machloka between the Bala Itur and the Maria Buab, he passed him at the Maria Buab. If, it's the, the, if the functionality of this garment is a head covering, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, now, where would this uh, come into play? Generally, women are not high in tzitzit. So let's say a, a man wants to dress up on uh, on Purim, right? and he wants to take his, his wife's tichel. Don't worry about it. Even if it's a big tichel, it's not a problem. As the Shulchan Aruch says, it's a kiso yarosh, and therefore it wouldn't be a problem. There might be another reason to be makele on Purim, but we'll see that later on. Says the, the, the Shulchan Aruch. Sudar. Oh, so he's talking about this isn't something new. Even in the times of the Shulchan Aruch, they had scarves. The Malchut Eretz Israel in the kingdom of Eretz Israel, Shenikrab Aravi Shid, it was called a, a, a Shid in the in in Arabic. 
וכן בוקה, ‫שבספיין קוראים לבוקה, It's not a problem because it's a head covering. Ah, but that's a head covering. Now we're talking about a scarf. So look, if it doesn't have the right size, maybe we can be, maybe that's the reason why the Shulchan Aruch is linear. On the other hand, we saw that there were three other reasons brought down in the Beit Yosef. And that is if there's a reason other than wearing, but functionality, it was used as a purse, it was used as a towel, it was used as other types of uh, garments. He said, maybe that's the reason that the people in, is, in Egypt were makeable. Or he brought down the other two reasons, right? That it was just an overlay. It wasn't really wearing. <clears throat> okay, so let's see. Now he says in the Bir Halacha, comes along the Chofetz Chaim in his Bir Halacha and explains. The reason why these sudari, these shawls, these calves were exempt. And the Shulchan just said they're exempt. And in the Beit Yosef, he brought three separate reasons. And now we have to figure out which is the Ikar reason. Ikar says the Ikar about Sudarim, Heim, Nishamet, Ben, Kamad Varim, Lachbar, Ben, Kashel, Sim, Shuma, Badat, Nasat, to use them as belts, right? Even though at the times that they did use it as clothing to protect themselves from the sun and to protect themselves from the cold. This is a, that's a very important line in the, in the Bira Alacha. He says, even though right now you might be wearing it for the sake to protect your neck from the cold, no, the, the major function of it was not that. The major function was also to use as a tantal and this and that and that. Meaning that the question is, it's a question of functionality according to the Magen Abraham and the Grah. So now this could be a problem, why? Because if the functionality is the reason why the scarves are exempt according to the Shulchan Aruch, today we have plastic packets. No one's gonna schlep their, um, their, their fruit that they buy in the makolet in the shop in their, in their scarf. They're gonna, they, they have plastic packets. To use it as a hand towel, most people are not gonna use their scarves to, to dry their hands. That's why we've got paper towels. Every time you go, to, go outside a, a bathroom, wherever there is, right? And so, so we, we have to remember in the times of pre-industrial revolution, most families didn't have towels, meaning you're, you're, it's not so common that there were towels. It's not so common that there were hand towels. It's not so common for that there were packets. These things, which are just, you know, in modern day society, it's just a given that we have packets and then we have, to we think they use their clothes. So there were certain functionalities that certain clothes had that today we don't have. Now, if that is the major reason to say that a scarf is exempt, we might be in trouble. Ulafize says Mishra Burai. So even in the times of Mishabura, there seems to be a renewal of the, the Minag to wear a scarf. And according to what we just said, hold on a second. 
No one today, ready in the times of the mission group, no one was wearing, using it for, for, for their purse and their packets. According to what we said, it should be liable for tzitzit. But the other reasons brought down in the Beit Yosef, remember the Beit Yosef brought three separate reasons. Reason number one was that basically this was a head covering. Right? And reason number two was that it had other functionality. And reason number three was maybe the size. The right? If it's just, it has to be worn as opposed to overlaid. Here you are definitely just draping it over. Or you're just doing it as some type of, not really to wear it, but just for covered. If maybe one can be lenient. But as we saw, the Magen Abraham in the graph didn't say those were the main reasons that the Beit Yosef and the Shulchan Aruch were making. And therefore, here we've come to the first time we sing it in our shir, how to get out of the suffix, make a corner, take one of the corners of the scarf and and uh, round it off, and therefore it will only be a three-corner garment, and that is the suggestion of the Mishnah Bura, who is for anyone who is Girei Shammai. Let's see Halakha said what the Poskim said. Right? So this is uh, just a summary. We saw that basically a four-corner garment, and the shawls or the scarves, we saw the Beit Joseph says that they were exempt, but we saw three reasons why they should be exempt. Possibility, um, it's, uh, if it's only something that is worn as opposed to overlaid, this doesn't qualify as something being worn. Or perhaps uh, it was a head covering and um, this was not, uh, okay. Uh, or third reason, it had other functionality. So coming back to our modern day scarves, it's not so partial because there's no other functionality, right? It's not considered a garment for the head, it's garment for the neck. So the only thing that we left with is it's just being draped over. And if it's draped over, so that might be good enough to be potter me from, from Sitzit, but maybe not. Maybe it is higher. So we kind of left uh, with a bit of a jarring reality of Yafter from, from at least what we've seen. Maybe we should be putting Sitzit on, on a scarf. Now, before we, okay, let's read the Piskei Chuvan and then we'll, we'll summarize Halakha Lamaise regarding, regarding the scars. It says the Piskei Chuvan, Mikani Amar Latir Kama Vakama Sugei Begadim Haonim Lamatarot Hanal, Ukagon. Based on this, there's certain clothes that we don't have to worry about. For example, Magabot, towels, towels are four corners. They're very big. And we wrap ourselves around in our towels. And generally, it's after you're going to the pool, so it's during the day. Why should you not be uh, putting on tzitzit on your towel? But explains what we've just seen is that it's not to be worn, but there the functionality is to dry oneself. So yes, sometimes when you wrap yourself in a towel, you also get the benefit of uh, warming your body. But the function of a towel is really to dry oneself. Right? And therefore also, when it comes to these sinarim, aprons, when you go to a barber, they often put like a, um, almost like a sheet, right? That protects you so that the hair doesn't fall on you. All of that 
um, is not for the sake of levisha of wearing. It's for another purpose. In some type of veil for the sake of tzniot, it's not for the sake of wearing. And there's another reason Purim is not really wearing it, it's more and more tachposet. Or protecting yourself from the sun rays. And very interestingly, brings out that you have people who are serving in the RDF or other uh, um, uh, police officers. You have these shachpats um, is basically this armored uh, um, uh, vest that has four corners. It says, don't worry about it. It's not, it's not for the function of wearing. It's for the function of something else. Protect you from, uh, from explosives. Now, the question comes in regarding, regarding scarves. So let's just summarize. Could we apply all of the above? Do we say a scarf, lichora, fits into this category of the Piscay Truvas? Lichora not. Lichora, what the Mishnah Burra says, is that the only reason to be makal regarding a scarf is because it, it's an overlay, right? And you're not really wearing it, it's an overlay. Now, there's one other reason that I want to bring that, uh, that there could be to be, to be makal regarding a scarf. So the first thing is that it's worn as an overlay and not wearing. The second reason, which might be even the main reason, is most scarves do not have, are not very wide. Now, we said that a, a scarf basically had to be a mat, a mat. We said uh, that was, uh, I think, 46 centimeters um, was the opinion. So most scarves that are, are very thin uh, shouldn't be a problem. Uh, and also, if you, if you fold them over, so that's not going to be a problem. But let's say you do get a thick scarf, right? A very wide scarf. So if you've got a very wide scarf, there's a good time to say that maybe you should be, uh, maybe you should be wearing it. Now, there could be one other reason to be makeup. The question is how you wear the scarf, right? How you wear the scarf is, let's just jump to the Ramah, because the Ramah, um, Sorry, the, yeah, okay, let's jump to the, the scarves, suits, and coats. The Ramah of Yas says, Malbushim shall glilot bene Ashkenaz Svarad. At the, the, the in Ashkenaz and Svarad, Hoil baem kan vemasuin fiu shnaim lipnehem veshnaim laachrehem. Since there aren't two corners in the front and two corners in the back, pturim. Meaning, that according to the Ramah, the, there's another element of here that has to be critical in order for me to be obligated and sitted. And that is not good enough that there are four corners, but it's four corners in the front and four corners in the back. Four corners in the front and in the back. Now, the question is how you wear a, a, a scarf. If you wear a scarf, right? Now, I don't know. As people could drape their scarves around their neck. Right? and all four corners are in the front, in which case, this would be another reason to be lenient, meaning, number one, it generally doesn't have the size. And even if it does have the size, maybe I can rely on the Beit Yosef's reason that it's considered draped and not wearing. And even if I don't re rely on the Beit Yosef, 
that says that, yeah, but all four corners are in the front. But I'm relying on three different reasons, and each one of these reasons, there are many people that argue with them, meaning the Ramah's opinion is not accepted by all the poskim. The Beit Yosef himself, the Mishnah says, this wasn't his main reason. He brought two other reasons. They were the main ones, at least according to the Bira uh, And thirdly, um, well, okay, the size is, uh, the size is, uh, if it's not the right size, great, but but if it is the right size, what are you going to do? Okay, look at the, look at the piece of paper. Now, the purpose of a scarf is to warm oneself. It's considered clothing, meaning it's, it's using the same functionality. Okay, but he says generally they don't have the right shield. But what happens if they do? Since you fold it up, and usually the four corners are in front, therefore one doesn't have to be machmir and cut around one of the corners. Meaning some people wear a scarf, not around their neck, but they'll have the, the, the one side covering their, their chest and flip the other side covering their back. And it's really, you know, four corners. Um, in such a case, one has to be machmir. The argument is quite logical. I think from what we've seen, right, um, this could be a real uh, problem. Now, let's go back to our talitot in shuls. By the way, did they have those talitot in, in shuls where you were, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like a little, um, you know, silk uh, talitot. Lichora, everything that we've said, it is very, very problematic, very, very problematic to say a bracha on such a talit. First of all, I'm not sure that there is the right size, but even if there is the right size, you are draping it over you. And as we see, there might be a reason to put on tzitzit, but it might be not a good enough reason to put on tzitzit, right? And therefore, oh, sorry, it might be a good enough reason to say it's patur. So how can you make a bracha on it? Uh, thirdly, even when it comes to scarves, people might, you know, flip it over and two corners on the on the back. But I've never seen that in shul. Meaning, most people when they wear it in shul, they make sure that all four corners are in the front. So, according to the Ramah, hold on a second, that's a problem. You make a brocha. Now, I have to say that in Eretz Israel, minag of the taimanim is to wear all four corners in the front. Right? So when you wear all four corners in the front, that's the meaning of Taimanim, and I'm sure they've got a very good source for it. But according to Ashkenazi ruling, it's very problematic to make a bracha on, on, on such a on such a on such a talent. So there's room to be machmir regarding a scarf and to try and corner it again. One has to see the size of the scarf, one has to see that you know one wears it at, uh, um, on all you know in, in the front and in the back. But if so, there is room to be machmir. Um, one can be linear, but definitely there's a good for it to be machmir. But to be makel and, and put make a brocha on those taluses um, in shul, 
I think it's very difficult, very difficult based on what we've learned that people should, uh, people should, should, should make a bracha in such a way. Okay, let's, uh, let's continue. The Yalkut Yosef says, Sa'if shenotnim ala tzavar b'yemot achoret. What does Rabbi Vadi Yosef says? Afalpishi eshbo arba kanfot ve'eshbo shiur talit. Got four corners, it's got the size of a talit. Patur mitzitzit, so he says, don't worry, it's patur. V'yirei shamayim yaseh keren achat v'igul. So he says like this, Machmira, Yerei Shamaim should corner one, but uh, um, again, if it's got the correct size. Now, the Piskei Chuvot, what does he say? He says like this, very briefly, Chalifot v'chutzot asheyesh b'tzavar shalem karnot b'shnei atzadim. What about suits and jackets and, and even a shirt that I'm wearing? I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing a shirt, and this shirt has a collar, and it's got two corners here, and it's got two corners uh, at the bottom. Is that a problem? Uh, okay, and then he wants to talk about a frock. Those who are not wearing frocks are wearing a fancy tuxedo with the uh, uh, dovetails at the back. What would be uh, the din over there? So he says like this, third paragraph. Regarding regular shirts. Regarding the scarf, we saw that one should be machmir. Open above the heter of the Darke Moshe and the Beit Yosef. Meaning, regarding scars, he wasn't saying the aunt medaktikim. Regarding a regular shirt with a collar, why do we don't see people, you know, uh, uh, cornering one of the uh, one of the, the corners of their shirt. You don't see people that are worried about this. He explains that the collar mekupelet is like folded over. Right? It's actually not even being worn. It's, it's just sitting on top of, of the beged. And that's how it's meant to be worn. This is very interesting. Basically, this is not really considered wearing. It's just sitting on top of it. And based on that, he thinks that there's a good reason to say that you don't have to worry about it at all. It's not considered a, uh, it's not considered. I saw the Tzitz Eliezer in his Chelek Vav, Siman Aleph. He deals at length with all these Shilas. And he brings, uh, he brings the Trub of the Rashba. And the Trub of the Rashba actually says that one of the critical things is that it has to be not for noticeable corners. And I don't think shirts, they're noticeable, you know, if people ask how many corners are on the shirt, you know, everyone starts looking at the bottom, no one thinks that, you know, this is really a corner. And a lot of the, a lot of the collars, they, with time, they, they're not really so noticeable. So based on that, says the Sicilians, and it brings other proofs uh, why it wouldn't be, why it wouldn't be a problem. Um, but, but we see from here that at least when it comes to shirts, uh, this isn't an issue. Nevertheless, the Ben Ishchai uh, brings that uh, when it comes to Arba uh, Kanfot, Lamala Samuch Tzavar, he says, So the Ben Ishchai says, person wants to be Machmir, we'll get a bracha. Okay, we will end that, uh, the Shir for today on that note. Sashkach uh, to everybody, and thanks for uh, listening. Call to.